May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We are gathered here to celebrate the nativity of St. John Baptist. And I was thinking about this story and about the figure of St. John and thought that there are three distinct ways that John the Baptist informs our Christian vocation. First, I think it's important to say a word about Christian vocation. Christian vocation is not like all of our other vocations, which, is, which are part of who we are. We are partly a mother or partly a father. We're partly an employee or partly an employer. We're partly children of, of parents. We're partly siblings. We're partly this and that. And so the question of identity is how do we balance all these things out? But Christianity is not simply another facet of our identity. We are Christians first, and that organizes and arranges every other facet of our identity. You're not just a mother, you're a Christian mother. You're not just an employee, you're a Christian employee. And so all these things really matter for us, but it also means that there is a diversity within the Christian vocation. Not all Christians are called to be mothers, not all Christians are called to be husbands, not all Christians are called to be siblings. And so I think that none of us will necessarily be called to do what John Baptist did, that is, live in the wilderness, eat locusts and honey, wear camel's hair and leather, uh, and speak, speak uh, quite voraciously against the, the lies of the Pharisees. Most of those things are unique to John Baptist. But I do think that there are three things that he does that highlight uh, an essential aspect of Christian vocation, three things that we can take into whatever area of, or vocations, subvocations that we might have. And they all rhyme, incidentally. Uh, John the Baptist informs our Christian vocation by teaching us to be prophetic, by teaching us to be ascetic, and by teaching us to be Christotelic. So he teaches us to be prophetic and that he speaks truth to power. We often think of prophecy as looking into the crystal ball, you know, telling the future, but that's rarely actually what it is in Scripture. In Scripture, it has to do with covenant enforcement. It has to do with speaking truth to contemporaries. It has to be with getting people's attention and putting them on the right course. This is why many of the prophets ended up looking like performance artists. They would do these great, uh, these great signs in order to get the people's attention and call them to repentance. So John the Baptist speaks truth to power in the way that he addresses the Pharisees. He calls them blind guides. He wonders, who told you to come and flee into the desert from the coming judgment? And he warns them. He says, even now, the axe is at the root of the tree. He's, of course, anticipating that great shift in salvation history from national Israel to the church. And so the axe is laid at the tree. John is trying to get the attention of the people. He's trying to get the attention of the religious leaders. He's trying to get them to look inward and to put aside their hypocrisy in order to follow God truly. The second thing that John Baptist teaches us about the Christian vocation is that he's an ascetic. An ascetic is one who disciplines their bodies. St. Paul talks about this in his letters of how he beats his body for the purpose of controlling it. Um, And so, uh, of course, John Baptist lives in the wilderness. He eats a scant diet. He is a proto-monastic. He's a proto-monk. This is where we get the idea of monkhood from. Many of the early monks also went and lived in the desert and lived in very similar manners as John Baptist did. In other words, John Baptist took very seriously his calling to follow God above all things and was willing to put aside luxury and comforts to do that. The final aspect of of the Christian vocation that John Baptist really points us to is that it's Christotelic in nature. John Baptist is always pointing us to Christ. Behold the Lamb of God 
Behold him that taketh away the sins of the world. Also in the Gospel of John, he says that, that Christ must increase and I must decrease. Uh, in some paintings of Christ on the cross, there is a, a picture of John Baptist pointing up at him. In other words, this is who I'm pointing to. And of course, when Jesus does come, uh, John Baptist says, I'm not even worthy to untie the throng of his sandal. And so whatever John does, however holy he is, he's always pointing us to Jesus. And so I think as modern Christians, we can follow these three things. Perhaps we should do it in reverse. Perhaps we should begin with this idea of being a Christotelic people, of in all things, in all parts of our subvocations, we should be pointing to Christ. Further, we should all be ascetic. We should be disciplining our bodies. And that might look different for us than it does for a monastic. You know, those of us who are called to live in the world with secular vocations can't do some of the extreme acts of asceticism that monks can. And that's okay. There should be no shame in that. But that doesn't mean that we have to put aside things like fasting. It means we have to ask ourselves, what does that look like? Do we keep the fasts? Are we fasting on Fridays? Are we fasting during Lent? These are important questions and important disciplines for us. And of course, it's not just about keeping the church fast. We can also ask ourselves, are we engaging in in self-deprivation in ways that are healthy for us? Are we putting away our phones? Are we putting away our devices? Are we, are we not addicted to TV and to, and to all the other things that allure us? And then finally, once we understand our fundamental vocation of pointing to Christ, once we begin to master ourselves and our passions, then we can become prophets. We can look out at the world and we can speak truth to power. We can encourage people towards virtue instead of vice. We can warn them about the dangers of their trajectory. This has to be done with care because we don't want to be jerks. We don't want to turn people off. But at the same time, the Christian has a fundamental job of speaking truth to power. And so we follow John Baptist's example. We point to Christ. We discipline ourselves. And we speak truth to power. We foretell rather than forthtell. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.